0: Good morning, podcast EGS family. Welcome back for another installment on this beautiful morning. I'm here with Brandon Herwood, Michael Tilly. I'm Joe Jennings. Sorry for the miss last week. I had a little mess up the schedule, but we're all good. We're back now. How we doing this morning, fellas?
1: You know, it feels great because, you know, not only am I 2-0 in the league that these guys are in, but I had to play Joe week one and B-Wood week two and I escaped with two victories. So, I feel amazing.
0: Yeah. I knew I was coming. I have nothing nothing to say. My team (laughs) didn't care week one. My team just did not care about my soul week one.
2: Yeah, same. Uh, My team does not care at all. Austin Eckler just re-dosed on me.
0: So, I'm no sore loser. Good win. I'm no sore loser.
2: Steelers won.
1: Steelers did win. There we go. (laughs) Big win against the It was a
2: struggle, but we did it.
1: Steelers and Ravens
0: will be fighting for the division. Yes, sir. We're gonna be fighting for the AFC North. Get everybody else. But yeah, man, as always gonna hop into tell week two recap. Gonna hop straight into our injury the news report. Um The Rams are looking to trade Cam Akers or actively trying to trade Cam Akers. Kyber Williams is apparently the new starting back. Um yeah, just prayers for Cam makers because he said he was confused on what he's not playing either. So, I don't know if that's the truth or not, but it's definitely a lot going on.
2: I heard that um, <laughs> Sean McVay was confused because apparently before they they put out this news, they already had to talk with him saying that they were going to do this. So, I don't know what's going on.
1: Uh, I just want to preface something. If you looked at our Instagram post last week, uh, that set of, those sets of the week were before that news. Because if I would have known that it was just going to be a one running back playing that entire game, my set would have been different. So just, uh, but what the Browns could be looking to trade for Cam Akers now, you know?
2: Yeah. I saw that there were like five teams that were interested. I think the Browns, um, Buccaneers, I a like right. three. But yeah, there were, there were a few decent, a few decent teams.
0: I don't know why the Ravens are in that talk, but somehow we are. <laughs> But shout-out to Cam Akers, man. Hopefully you get that together and whatever happens with that is successful for your career, man. Um, the biggest injury on the week, in my opinion, um, Nick Chubb had a season the knee injury. Um, he dislocated his knee towards MCL, PCL. Mm. If anybody knows Nick Chubb, any that you've known, he had a similar injury. A, a, I think I say a long time ago, but a couple of years ago. So this is he's really devastating. Yeah, to be able to come back at the level that he's at and play that well—that <sighs> I don't know, man. That's tough. I mean, is
1: it like? I know it's tough to even say, but like, is this the end of his run as being that guy? You know, you tear that I mean, he parts in your knee twice. Are you gonna really be able to?
0: I mean, he can't keep getting twenty-five carries a game anymore. Yeah. Like, it's not gonna. Yeah, hurt.
2: and he's getting up there in age. Like, he's he's twenty-seven. I know he's only been in the league five years, but he's twenty-seven. And say it's, it takes a year or two years for him to fully recover from, it be twenty-nine, pushing thirty. So, I don't know. Yeah, and who knows um, if he'll ever get back to hundred percent? Because he's going to need full reconstruction. Like, so I don't know.
0: I guess what does this do for anybody who is a Nick Chubb owner?
2: Oh, it's, it's over. You drop him.
0: I mean, you have to drop him, but I, I don't think, I don't know what Jerome Ford's a clear answer. So that's what people are thinking. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Like,
2: like,
0: I, don't...
1: I just hope you had the high waiver priorities so you could get Jerome Ford. Yeah.
2: For uh, because that him.
1: was, that was your first, probably your first round pick, maybe your second, but you was probably your first round pick. And, it is very tough in fantasy football to lose your first-round pick and yeah succeed. Now, it's obviously possible, but it's just going to be tough.
2: And, I mean, if you're really in desperation mode, I mean, there's talks. Kareem Hunt is meeting with the Browns at this point. You know, he has a decent history with the Browns, so maybe go pick him up and just pray to God. But, yeah, it's bad.
0: Yep, shout out to Nick Chubb, man. Healthy recoveries, man. Uh, one of my favorite running backs that I've seen in the last like five to ten years. I really yeah. enjoy watching him play, man. Um,
2: he was our running back too coming into the season.
0: Hey, man, he's gonna have a good chance to be the RB1, like we said, again in the new year. Yeah. Um, so that's sad, man. Recover well, man. Um, at the end of the day, you're still a player. I mean, you're still a person, not just a football player. So, hope everything's well with you. Um, yeah, uh. There's no timetable for Austin Ankler's ankle injury. Now I'm about to get pissed off.
2: Yeah, I'm done. That's now my that's my it, first round. I, pick. I don't
0: I don't know if he's doing this. Like he's, I don't think Austin Eckler ever ever fake an injury. But I will say he is fighting for a lot of money. He's seen what just happened. To all these running backs. So yeah,
2: literally. I mean, but I mean him. I mean Saquon. You see, he's dealing with an ankle injury. Didn't get long term deal. Jacobs was looking shaky. I don't know, man. He could be just like like you said, taking it easy, kind of doing what Lamar did last year. Like, all right, you're not gonna give me my, my long term deal. Like I'ma just wait till I'm fully healthy and then play or take my time or so. I don't know. I don't know if he's actually really hurt or what even that means, because the coach came out and said that. Yeah, because like, no timetable that could mean that could mean anything.
0: That means he could have been put on IR if he's not gonna play for next month. Like. <laughs> So I guess we'll see what happens with that. But um it's a very tricky situation. So keep your eyes peeled for that one. Um yeah. Going into the next one, Joe Burrow re-aggravated his calf injury um yeah, against I mean, the Baltimore Ravens this previous Sunday. I guess his status and for Monday night is up in the air. If the Bengals play him, they are the dumbest organization in football. Um they already were dumb for rushing him back anyway. Uh yeah, I, I don't really know what to say at that point. I just I'm not going to say you reap what you sow, but whichever one of them to sow, chose for him to play, whether it was Joe Burrow himself or the Bengals themselves, somebody should have just said no, one or the other.
1: Their offense has looked bad.
0: Yeah, I got to say.
1: Last week.
0: Part of that is because, bro, he's half his game. It's not that he's Lamar Jackson, but he is literally a mobile player. Like when you watch Joe Burrow, he doesn't sit still in the pocket. Like He's able to escape. He's able to get loose, make throws. Like yeah. He can't do that right now. He He's literally a statue.
2: What do you do? You, so since he's playing Monday night, do you just prepare to play without him? Because it's probably a game time decision. I'm yes. assuming.
0: Yes, you prepare as if he's not playing.
2: Yeah. Huh. Um, and what do you do with T. Higgins and Jamar you gotta Chase?
0: Him. You got to start him.
2: You but can. what if you have a better option? Huh? What do you? What if you have? Uh, Maybe for Higgins
0: four. you can make an argument, but Jamar Chase was a top five pick. There ain't no better option. You got to start man.
2: I mean, he's a top-five pick, but he's been playing, like, buns. Like, what if you have Puka in the core? Would you play him over Jamar Chase?
0: I mean, I can't be mad at you for it, but I'm just going to say, like, I I hate to be the simple logic guy, but I don't think anybody in this particular room would bench a top-five pick by week three because he's not playing well. You just got to live with what you got. You picked him top five. Yeah. What about I mean, to Higgins, I, I, I do get if you want to start somebody like Puka over him. I mean, I get it, but, like,
2: would you start Mike Evans over him?
0: I think that's a fair switch out if you're going to do that. I mean, and I guess you could say Puka is just, as, if not a better switch out. It's just like, bro, how do you bitch your top five pick, first overall pick? <laughs> like, you can't do that, bro. Like,
2: what about T. Higgins, though? Like, uh, he wasn't top five. Would you would you bench him? And
0: that's yeah, Higgins has been better than Jamar Chase,
1: though.
0: Higgins had a better two weeks than Chase. So, you know oh, I mean, no. I mean, I just know like, bro, I'm if you're if you're benching Jamar Chase at that point, just try to trade him. I'm sorry. If you're benching him already, just try to trade him then. Cause you benching him already shows the owners you have no belief in him and he already gonna lowball you. To be completely yeah. honest. Um, I'm
2: in a situation with one of my leagues, I have T Higgins in. But on my bench right now, I have and this is only because I picked up Puka, but I have DK Metcalf on my bench. I have Jordan Addison. I'm low key considering one of them over
0: T-Higgins. Or T Higgins for sure. I definitely would. Yeah. Them. Um, but yeah. Uh, get well, Joe Burrow. Um, but yeah, the Bengals have put themselves in quite the whole 0 2 overall and 0 2 in, 0-2 in the AFC North. So quite the whole they have built themselves. Um, I love it here. I do like it. I like this song. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, Jalen, Mr. Jalen Waddle is in concussion protocol. I did not know this happened. Um, so I guess he could be ready Sunday, but. I mean, if he's not, just be ready to have a pivot. I don't really think it's any deeper than that, I guess, yeah. to be honest.
2: Tyreek Hill to the moon even more, I guess. Um, David Montgomery with
0: the quad injury. supposed to be out a couple of weeks. The Lions, I don't know if the Lions are liars or they just don't like Jameer Gibbs. I, I can't tell which one it is.
2: <laughs> um, Jameer Gibbs won my parlay this weekend.
0: How are you going to touch the ball more? He carried it about the same exact amount of time. What is I don't I don't understand. But essentially, do y'all think he goes up to a fifteen carry guy?
2: Um I don't know, man. What what what's good that I saw last week is that I mean his snap percentage went up from twenty seven percent to forty eight percent. Hopefully that goes up again. So I think he can get up to fifteen, maybe. But I think that's the that's the ceiling.
1: Which is crazy because they used to a lot of capital in him.
2: Yeah. He did get nine targets last game. So I, How many yards? What do you do with that? 39 <laughs> yards. Disgusting. Seven catches. Disgusting. <laughs> Anyhow.
0: Um, but, yeah, man, uh, this is a good season. I mean, this is his chance to t- completely take over the backfield and really become the guy. So we'll see what happens <laughs> in the next couple of weeks. Um, but I do think this could be a good ballo low opportunity for David Montgomery. I will say that. Yeah. Um, But – Saquon Barkley has an ankle sprain and he is supposed to miss a couple of weeks. Am I correct?
2: I don't know. Now I was saying he, there's a chance he can play. Like they could be a yeah, game time the decision.
1: They said he was going to miss a couple of weeks and the coach came out and said he might be ready. His, uh,
2: I don't so. like that. This bro, is a guy yeah. who gets an ankle sprain every year.
1: And then Sitting you're going to put him up against arguably the
0: best defense in football. Don't do that. That's not going to help you. I promise. That's not going to help you. Like
2: They already look like trash. Bro.
0: Yeah, hopefully, Saquon, heal yourself up, man. Get ready for that contract next year. And please, 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 I don't ever want to see you in a Giants jersey again. I'm begging you. Do you pick up Matt
2: Breida? Huh? Do you pick up Matt Breida? I don't think I want anything to do with that offense. It's nasty.
1: I think if you're the Saquon owner, you do. (laughs) I don't want Matt Breida, though.
2: (laughs) You just can't play him against the 49ers. That's the only issue. Are you sure? I mean, they haven't been completely shut down against the run. I mean, just looking at like fantasy wise, just the past two weeks. But I mean, the Giants are looking bad, man. Just their offense in general.
0: They might get the first
2: overall pick. They barely beat Arizona last week. Well, yeah,
0: man. Um, On to another concussion protocol. Mr. Anthony Richardson is in a concussion protocol. What is going on?
2: He looked good before he got hurt, though. He looked damn good. You're like Justin Fields.
0: Look like off- arguably offensive rookie of the year. on his <laughs> yeah. way to be honest. Um, after the first two weeks, he will be my pick after the first two weeks of offensive rookie of the year. Um, but, yeah, man, I guess with these concussion protocols, we can't really do much. But tell you honestly, take it a day at a time. Don't overthink yourself. Just keep yourself updated. And then always try to find a pivot if that guy is your starter. Um, so yeah. That's pretty much our news and notes recap for the week. As you guys know, we will go ahead and hop into our Players of the Week to start off our first segment of the day. Um, yeah, I guess anybody can start. Uh, Dilly, if you want to go first, that's cool.
1: Yeah, um, my guy, Player of the Week, is none other than Brian Robinson. Um, You know, this is a guy that we talked about a lot this offseason. We're curious to see what kind of role he takes up. And after two weeks, he's the RB3 in fantasy. Um, Was finished as RB1 on the week, 18 carries, 87 yards, two touchdowns, two receptions for 42 yards. Mm. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, 28 points, half point PPR. That's that's amazing. And he I need to go to the snap percentages for Gibson, but Gibson is, like, non-existent. Let's see. Gibson played.
2: Robinson Gibson played. Two...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gibson about... had 48% of snaps, but he only had two carries. So, it's very clear.
2: That's so weird.
1: Yeah, it's very clear <laughs> what's going on here.
0: Just put the work 50-50 and only get
2: five touches. It's crazy. Another it's guy five. gets 20. But
1: this That's is weird. the thing we've talked about is that all he needed is just, like, Two or three receptions a game, and yeah. he's he's going to be fine. And this is a guy you got super late. The Commanders look good, um, so I think there's more more to come from him. They've got Buffalo this week, who was difficult. Here's my opinion on this: I would, if you're interested in him, I would wait two weeks and try and buy low. He's got yeah. Buffalo and then Philly.
2: In Chicago okay. after that which yeah. he'll probably put up twenty plus again. So Yeah. I like it. B Rod, man. It's my guy. This is my late my late round sleeper, man. So I like it. It looked like he got a lot more confidence after this game. Like he looked hype. He made some, some big plays, so I like
0: it. Um I mean I love the week. I mean, I I didn't I knew Gibson wouldn't get as many touches as I thought, but I didn't think it would be like this bad. Like I just thought it would still be like I guess Gibson would be getting, like, 10 touches. Bro's getting, like, five a game. And Brian <laughs> Robinson's getting 20 a game. Um, you
1: dropped Gibson?
0: Yeah. He was my I drop team. I was about
1: to say, I dropped him in one of my leagues. So,
0: I mean, I guess my biggest worry is, like, you do have a guy with a really good amount of upside if something does by yeah. any chance happen to Robinson. um. I don't know. I just yeah, I don't know. I like I feel like Gibson's a handcuff, but I can completely understand if somebody does want to drop him if you don't have the space to afford to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You can go ahead and yours be what? I'll wrap us up later the week.
2: Yeah. I know Tilly's gonna like this one, but Mike Evans, man. Mike Evans. He looks looks better than he did with Tom Brady, honestly. I mean, um just based, I mean, just looking at the last two weeks, I mean 15.6 week one. In this past week, 26 points in half-point PPR. Only played 61% of snaps. Um, surprisingly, Baker Mayfield actually looks pretty good. Looks just as good as Tom Brady did last year. Yeah, I don't think he's done any picks either, so he's been really efficient. Um, and so far, Mike Evans looks like the wide receiver one. I know uh, Joe and I, we talked a lot about Chris Gowan coming to this week. He's been more of just a possession guy, but... Mike Evans is making more of the big plays. Um, has six catches, about 171 yards, 21 yards per target, 28 yards per catch. As a 30 year old, getting 28 yards per catch, that's insane. Um, and he looks good, man. And then he has a, he also has a juicy matchup coming up this week against Philadelphia, who, whose secondary looks, um, I mean, they've been dealing with a lot of injuries, and they gave up a lot of yards to Kirk Cousins last week. So, hey man, I just keep rolling my Evans. Man, he looks good. Man, he's really looking like a steal in the draft. Um, so I commend you, Tilly. For go ahead, we know you, roll we know with you can't go wait. wait to yeah, go ahead and smile, man.
0: Go ahead, wide receiver, wide receiver,
1: Jim. Go ahead, wide receiver two on the season.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he's healthy. He the diet man. So would yeah, you go man. out and trade for Mike Evans?
0: You said what I trade for him?
2: Yeah. Because he's, I mean.
0: If I need a wide receiver healthy, yes.
2: Would you trade? So I'm in this situation. I got like Garrett Wilson. You know, he lost Aaron Rodgers. Would you trade Garrett Wilson for Mike Evans? Yes. That insane.
1: Mike Evans is going to have 1,000 yards by week 10.
0: <laughs> I ain't say all that, but if he does, it's crazy. But, um, I would take somebody like Mike Evans over Garrett Wilson right now. Like, I just don't believe in Zach Wilson. Like, even if you told me it was Mike White, I would be okay with keeping Garrett Wilson and last year. I just don't want Zach Wilson throwing him the ball. Um, And like last week it worked out because you got lucky on one big play. Like, yeah. And again, Wilson is just like, I'm not hating, but if he didn't, I can't say if he didn't, but Jesus bless his soul. If he did not get those two touchdowns in each of those weeks, like it was going to be really bad numbers. Um, but yeah, I love the Mike Evans pick. Um, dominant targets here. Even though he only played 61% of snaps and went down 23% from week one, um, it's not really bothering me because he still had eight targets. Um, so very impressive so far. Average of nine targets per game, average six catches per game uh, through the first two weeks. Um yards per catch is still there in double digits, which is amazing. And Baker clearly seems to love him. Uh so I don't, know. I don't really see much downside. so I keep playing Mike Evans until the wheels fall off as of right now, unless something changes. Um, but yeah. Go ahead and get into my player of the week. This guy was our early player for uh Thursday night, Mr. TJ Hawkinson, the hawk. Uh right now he is the tight end one, folks, after the first two weeks. Um, even though Travis Kelsey didn't play week one. Uh he came out with 86% snap share. TJ Hawkinson ended with 22 and a half points and a half point PPR. Tight end one on the week, um, seven catches, 66 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, Yeah, I mean, this after being tight end five, week one, came back and was tight end one this week. Uh, I don't know. Hockersen was one of those few guys that I was okay taking in the sixth or seventh, which I was very uncomfortable doing. Like, there are a few tight ends that were available right there. But I don't know, man. Um, I was looking at it, man. If they're going to have to keep throwing the ball this much. I want Hawk everywhere. There's not a lot of tight ends that are going to consistently get eight, nine targets each week.
2: Yeah, I was about to say, he's a beneficiary of the QB1 right now, Kirk Cousins, man. I mean, it's been a little ugly, but, like, Kirk Cousins, man, volume-wise, he's number two in completions, number two in yards, and he is number one in passing touchdowns. So, I would get as many pieces of this this Vikings offense. As, I mean, it's over now, but, I mean, they look good, man. And I like hot. I think it's just –
0: I mean, my early two-week thing is right now, I mean, it's only two weeks, but, I mean, is yeah. on track for 100 catches right now, um, which is super impressive and not – that's not something that's normally done by a tight end. Should be paid
2: all the money. You better be doing that.
0: He's one of the few tight ends that got paid all the money and they actually throw him the damn ball. Thank you.
2: <laughs> now I commit. Um,
0: anyhow, but, yeah, man, shout out to Hawk. That was a great week. I played Hawk, so I know I took that L that week. I played Hawk and Devontae Smith. I was about to go to bed crying that night. Um, <laughs> you know, literally, my week was already over. Um, Hawkinson scored that second touchdown, I, I went to bed. Um, in
2: a fetal position, crying with a bottle of whiskey. Bro,
0: Hawk put up 22,
2: then Don Vontae
0: Smith put up 22, ready to go to sleep after that. <laughs> um, But, yeah, man, Uh, it, look at that schedule, man. There's a lot of greens if you're on sleeper. There's a lot hey, of man. greens going down that thing, man, straight green bean. So, uh, I don't know. I like hot going forward. Obviously, there's not much in the tight end landscape anyway, but – He's one of the guys that I think could be a differential maker for you, like the Kelsey. Some weeks, and he can end up being your wide receiver too. And your wide receiver too can have a bad week and be your tight end. Um, so yeah, I love Hawk honestly. Um, but if you guys are good, we'll go, oh, go ahead and head you I'll go ahead. Their
1: defense bet. is so bad. This is one that we talked. I talked about earlier this year. Their defense. I think I said they're going to be terrible, and yeah. they're going to they're going to be playing from behind. So. Um. This is off the topic, but what do you guys do with Madison?
0: I don't he's a, he's a possible because I didn't know whether to put him in our in or out or droppable guys, but he's getting real close to being on that uh free agent list. I'm just going to say that. I don't way know if more. you can
1: drop him.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't drop him yet. I mean, he has a few decent. Bro, he fumbled again. I know, man. And It's not even like the volume is insane. It's like, yeah, 11 is it, carries and eight carries.
1: Is it Ty Chandler season?
2: I mean, not yet. I mean, I don't think they've given Ty Chandler much work yet. But just Stay away might. from
1: all Vikings
0: backs. That's what season it is. Stay away it's from It's because
2: they're Vikings. throwing it so much, man. I mean, Kirk Cousins
0: three for did, 300 um, both games. And this was a guy going five, four or five rounds ahead of Brian Robinson.
1: That's How many points <laughs> did Jefferson have? Because I know that um, Jordan Addison had about 15. I
2: don't know. Hawkins I mean, he
1: had 20-something. He
2: didn't have a lot of points. He's getting a hell of yards. He just he had a 19, touchdown. yet. Four.
1: Yeah, 19.4. So that's that's 59 points from just like guys that aren't running back. Yeah. So I was born score scored too. Yeah, he's a true guy. What a guy.
0: Be what's favorite player. <laughs> but yeah, man, we're going to hop into our overperformers of the week. Um, Tilly, go ahead. Yeah. Hit hey, my
2: man.
1: Hit hey, my man. Yeah. Uh, my over-performer <laughs> of the week is none other than Mr. Drake London. And I um, like being Bretton. You know, I'm not going to lie. He had a touchdown. He had six receptions. But do you want to know how many passes Des Bernard completed?
2: <laughs> That's why I was wondering, yeah. Please tell me.
1: Six Six catches. Desmond Ritter completed 19 passes. That's a third of the passes that Desmond Ritter completed he caught.
2: It might Desimer be a good game one for t- him.
1: Desmond Ritter threw one touchdown. That yeah, went to Drake London. The Falcons are going to live and die by running the ball this year. Uh, I think if you drafted Kyle Pitts, I'm sorry. Because I don't know if you guys have seen Kyle Pitts' numbers this year, but um, he had – two and two receptions totaling nine or 7.9 fantasy points in two weeks. Um, But yeah, Drake on them, you know, I was higher on him going into the season, but I just, it's been, it's apparent they're going to run the ball. Algier gets 15 plus. Uh Bijan gets catches out in the backfield. Bijan's wide receiver one. So uh, it's, I don't think it's going to be very pretty moving forward. Matter of fact, the guy put, um, in our league, believe that we're in, put Drake London on their trade block, and I sent a trade <laughs> as a joke and said, sent, you can send on sleeper." You, I sent nobody. <laughs> hey man, yeah, I, mean, I would you know.
2: definitely trade. He's definitely a trade away like candidate. Like take this game and run with it. Try to get whatever you can right now.
0: Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I don't, don't have much say. I mean, uh, I just don't think I don't think this would be consistent whatsoever. So.
1: And if they're winning – like, they're 2-0. and If they're yeah. winning games, how much is he going to – like, let me look how many carries these running backs had. But Bijan had
2: – Yeah, like 19.
1: 19 and four receptions. So, Bijan almost had more receptions than Drake London. And Algier had –
2: 16.
1: So, they had 35 carries.
2: Wait, get this, get this. Ritter had 10.
1: <laughs> so they had 45 carries. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's disgusting.
0: There's not going to be a lot of volume to go around. You, I mean, he's not going to score a touchdown every week. So hopefully, yeah. Um, I don't know what you do with him. Either you try to trade him, or I guess you keep him on your bench. You, for something. you
1: trade him now. You trade him right now. Yeah, this is probably scored. The same. There's still. It's a small sample size. You can maybe convince someone, but.
0: Um, I'll go ahead and get in my overperformer. Um, my overperformer was Mr. George Pickens. Um good game by all means, you know. not to come down on a young man. But um I mean, encourage you to notice he did have 10 targets. Um, don't get me wrong. I mean You're a hater. <laughs> he averaged 31 yards per catch, but what? <laughs> No, I'm not hating it at all. So yeah, the four catches, 127 yards, finished for 20.7 and one to it this week. You already know what I'm about to say. I can't take away any big play, but come on, bro. Like the whole the whole, whole stat line was dedicated, predicated off that one play. Like, let's not act we'll like say though.
1: Start. He was moving when he caught that slant. No, he was. Then after that, yeah. he started to catch a groove. Don't get me wrong. Like,
2: look, but he that's only because he was force fed, man. I think he's actually getting to Did point. He's see, getting upset. He's just like, give me the ball. Like, there's no
0: Deontay. already tried to
1: yeah. hurdle Denzel Ward. Oh, yeah. I thought he
0: was about to pull Antonio Brown and kick that man. That's where <laughs> God, I he got that. He's about to kick him. But I mean, like I said, it's nothing against. I mean, the ten targets were great. But like Brandon said, if you watch that game, at some point, I feel like he was just throwing it to him, just because like I ain't gonna say because he didn't want him to complain, because he like he already knew what was gonna happen if he didn't throw him the ball at the same time. <laughs> so like, and they don't have Deontay. He's tight if you don't get the ball now. I'm gonna be honest. Um, I don't know because I mean he doesn't, doesn't seem like he's complaining on the sideline, but you could tell he definitely has no problem indicating when he wants the ball.
2: Yeah, he's a vocal. He's a vocal guy, and you can just see it in his face. He, he wears just all of his emotions on his face. He he looks pissed sometimes.
0: So yeah, it's not like Uh-oh. nothing to deep dive into, but yes, I just don't think four catches for 130 yards is repeatable. So he has been in very much overperformance.
1: I'll just put into perspective that Kenny Pickett threw for 222 and 127 of those were done. <laughs> yeah. George Pickens.
2: And it might happen again next week. We, ha- we play against the Raiders. Um and he's at seven targets and ten targets. So he could be playable again. Um, but
1: yeah, I don't know. That That I I Michael that Marson. Last. Michael Marson, you're a smart man trying to put him on the trade block right now. Yeah.
2: He has him in his starting lineup too. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, we'll see what happens, man.
2: I hope Pickens gets it together because we know the talent he has.
0: Yeah, I mean, only thing I noticed is which, which is always my biggest problem in college with him, and even in the preseason when he made all those crazy catches, we would see. Bro does not get separation. I'm sorry. Yeah, like he just does not know how to get separation. Like every every route I watch, like a DBs within two yards. I swear this man is like never just open. <laughs> um, but you know, uh, yeah. Shout out to George Pickens. Hell of a week if you started him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, just don't know if you can expect that every week. So you can go ahead and we ready, be
2: Yeah. My guy's DeAndre Swift, man. Um, I knew he had this in him, but I, I, I didn't know what to expect. I know uh Kenneth Gainwell didn't play uh this Thursday, and it was kind of up in the air whether they would just give it all DeAndre Swift or they, they would uh split work with him and Rashad Penny, but hey. 28 carries they gave him the the, the derrick henry treatment 175 rushing yards um 6.3 carry he also had a 43 yard run and he had a touchdown i mean sheesh i mean i i just wasn't expecting that at all um carry. <laughs> it was insane like literally like they gave him all the work like we said minnesota's defense is weak especially up front in their uh in their, they're, um, they're D-line. So, I mean, the Eagles took full advantage of it. And now it's awkward because if Kenneth Gainwell, who started week one, um is healthy next week, I mean, what do you guys think? Did, did DeAndre Swift win the job over? Did you start DeAndre Swift going forward? I don't know like, if you saw do? what
0: the coach said last week about Swift. No, what did he say? Essentially, to put it in a nutshell, verbatim what he said it was, there are going to be weeks where Swift is used how he was used in week one. And he said this before week two. So, okay. this week, they're going to be weeks before where Swift is used how like he was used in week one, and they're going to be weeks where he's used heavy like this week coming up. I'm like, what?
2: Yeah. And their pass game has looked kind of shaky, honestly. Like, A.J. Brown hasn't been all that. I mean, Devontae Smith has caught like a decent amount of deep balls, um, but it hasn't been consistent. But I one like thing life. that was consistent was that run game last week. So, I don't know. I would keep doing that.
0: I mean, I think that's also a matter of you play your matchup. The Vikings yeah. couldn't stop. A stop sign running through the hole. I, I like – seriously, I don't know what – and, granted, you could say, well, why didn't he pass it that well? Their secondary is terrible. I'll agree. The passing game does not look quite how I thought it would look coming off last year. Um, yeah. Even in like, I don't think they were arguing, but I'm sure everybody saw the clip with A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts yeah. on the top line. Um, so, whatnot. But – yeah, man, uh, with Swift, I just, nobody in America thought he was going to go from one carry, unless you are an insider or just know these teams, coaches personally, like, you do not think he's going go from one carry to 20, like, um, so it's a big overperformance. I guess the question is, is this your trade hot moment, or do you just ride the way because he's not going to have a better game than this, I'm sorry, it's not probably not possible.
1: I'd see if you could trade him.
2: Yeah. Do you play him, though? I think that's another question. A lot of people are literally he literally was number two on the week. Like some people are like, shoot, do I just play him?
1: Would you trade him for Brian Robinson? Yes. I don't know, man. I mean,
0: all, <laughs> I don't you know, know. What? This is my way of thinking. I'm not worried about Gibson being a starter in week twelve. There's a damn good chance Rashad Penny could be the best back in Philly in week twelve. I don't know.
2: Like I actually think they don't like Rashad Penny. I mean, he was a healthy scratch week one when when Gainwell and Swift were healthy. I think Penny's RB4.
1: I'm wondering if they're going to lo- do some load management and next week someone else, like, what if they're just rotating healthy scratches? They got a bunch of dudes that get banged up all the time. Yeah. They're just going to rotate healthy scratches. Until they find out the two or three they want to go with.
2: Why oh, not go with the guy who just ran for 175 rushing yards? Hey, might be wrong,
0: we, We're with you. But they have that LeDuan mindset. So I don't know what it tell you. Uh home. oh. man! Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that will wrap up our overperformer of the week. We will hop right into our underperformers of the week. Yeah, Tilly, somebody had to do it, but this is pissing me off now. <laughs> you go ahead,
1: please. Yeah, it makes me very mad too, because I've got him in two of my leagues. Uh yeah, Trevor Lawrence. What were we doing, bud? You uh threw the ball forty-one times and you had nine fantasy points. Um I I don't even know what, like where to start. He was QB thirty two on the week, which means he was the worst quarterback. Actually, I mean, sorry, the second worst quarterback because Gardner Gardner you got in. So, but it was it was nasty. Um, there were several balls thrown to the end zone. I think I saw three to Zay Jones that if they were thrown just a little better, would have been a touchdown. Um, Yeah, it's under
0: for this game was 51.
2: (laughs) I know that was the thing. The game sucked.
1: It was, it was not. I mean, he had 216 passing yards, but it was just not. He could have He probably. I mean, he lost, in my opinion, one of my leagues. He lost me my week because he didn't even score 10 points. So they can't can't put up nine, bro. right. that's yeah, that's.
0: Either my, my even question it wasn't like it was super impressive
1: either. Yeah, how many mm-hmm. weeks do you go rolling him out and not putting him on your bench and streaming someone just to see? Because that's two weeks in a row. I mean, I'm not saying in a row, as in last week was bad, yeah. but he only had it was QB8, which was obviously top 12, but it was a down week for quarterbacks based on his scoring of 18 points.
2: I will wait one more week. He plays against Houston this week. And this is, my, this is his proving game. I mean, if he doesn't give you more than 20 points in this game, I would consider streaming. Like, for instance, in our league right now, in our home league, Kirk Cousins is sitting right there on the waiver wire. He's QB1. Like, uh, at, at some point you got to – I mean, Jordan Love is QB2. Like, you got to – there's options out there. It's not like there's no options. Russell Wilson's QB5. So, I don't know. I would give him one more week. I mean, I'm too
0: big of a, like – on this offseason, I was big on Trevor Lawrence. I'm not gonna back off now because after two weeks. So honestly, I believe you keep starting him. Um let the shit
1: right his way a little bit. Uh but if you get 10 points, you're it's gonna be tough I mean, to win. That's a position. Ten points from a quarterback is you should expect what more than that, especially from a guy that was from him.
0: Yeah, um, especially a guy who unanimously in most people's list was the top seven. Yeah, team, eight quarterback going into this year. Um, it's been a rough start. I will say I think things will get better. Um, yes, I just the obvious was they were playing the Chiefs. We all thought it was going to be a shootout, or at least I thought Trevor Lawrence would told no less than 250, 275 in this game. To be honest,
2: yeah.
0: Um, but we still haven't had that game yet. Um, I don't think it's something to overlook into. I mean, it is bothersome. Don't get me wrong, but I still yeah. think you got to rock with him for another week or two if that's your starter or that's the one you drafted.
2: And and this has been a weird start for QBs. I'm just looking at the leaders like in general, like Mahomes is QB four, Jalen Hurts is QB nine, Josh Allen's QB thirteen, Lamar's QB what? QB twenty one.
1: You know who's QB four? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so don't give me a realistic I mean, don't let him cook. You, you gotta start the band, to be honest. And it's about simple as that. It just sucks he had a bad week.
1: Yeah.
0: Be well, you can keep it moving cuz I don't know what the Jets are on.
2: They Um, on. yeah. Um, I forgot I did this. Breeze Hall. Um I mean, we knew it was a tough matchup, but after coming out and giving us that uh a yard, 80 plus yard run, um uh, week 1 against Buffalo, 10 for 127. I mean, you go into a game against Dallas, um Brees Hall goes out and gives you four rushing attempts for nine yards.
0: Dalvin um, Cook put up negative points, so that's great.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I know Dallas has looked like literally the best defense in the league. I was about so to say, so Dallas
1: far. looks like they might be one of the best teams in the league this year.
2: But, um, yeah, it was definitely just... Wasn't expected. Um, Also, wasn't encouraging that his snap percentage didn't really go up that much. I mean, he had 31% week one, 34% week two. Uh, do you have confidence in starting him next week against New England? That's basically my question.
1: No. Bill Belichick is going to probably sell out against the run. Yeah.
2: They're going to shut him down as long as Zach Wilson's under center.
1: I would be – I'm a Brees Hall owner in a league. And I am terrified. Like, I'm more scared for Brees Hall than I am Garrett Wilson. Now, I know the capital on Wilson was higher, but if you're a defense, you just got to lock down Garrett Wilson. You know what, <laughs> was Randall Cobb going to beat you over the top. Like, come on. It's, it's, I, Brees Hall was confused about it too. I don't know if you saw, I think he tweeted something, he tweeted something or said something in the post oh, yeah. conference that he was just like about not getting the ball more.
2: He tweeted a uh, four football, yeah, emojis <laughs> with a question mark or something like that. Um. So, what do you do? Are you do you just keep holding Brees Hall and just wait and see? Do you try to get anything just based on his name value? Like, like I, you said for for Swift, do you trade him for Brian Robinson? If you oh, uh, you probably can't even do that. But do you package him or whatever, or do you just keep riding?
1: I the footballers mentioned something very good yesterday. Shout to them. They said. You drafted Brees Hall, and you're not training him or dropping him or anything because you didn't draft him to win you week two. You drafted him to win you week 12 or 13. Now I understand it's different yeah. without Aaron Rodgers, but you would hope by then with their defense, they can figure something out. If Zach Wilson throws three more picks, they're going to be looking elsewhere. Yeah. And there's some, there's QBs out there that I think are, and Carson Wentz is better. Don't even like, he's way better than Zach Wilson. Carson Wentz is a free agent. Yeah. Gar- or they could trade someone like Gardner Minshew, who would easily come in there and make everybody better.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree.
0: I just not really know what to – We I already knew going into the season it wasn't going to be pretty, so I guess it shouldn't be a surprise by any means. I guess also, are...
2: also, what do you do with Dalvin Cook? I mean, we haven't really talked about him much. I mean, he had pretty high expectations as well, like coming into the season, four for seven. Do you drop him? i was about to say he's looking
0: like a, a Gibby. I mean, I mean, even even if one of them has the backfield to themselves, I don't know how valuable it is, but I know they're both too good. If they're there alone, for something <laughs> no. to not be good, like if one that thing happens to the other, you want Brees or Dalvin? or something that happens to the other. Maybe maybe it's just me, but it's kind. And of they me.
2: they have had a uh, a tough two, first two games: Buffalo and Dallas. So it's not. We'll, we'll revisit this week, two though. weeks from now. Yeah. Oh, true. <laughs> And then they play Kansas City, who, who's actually been good against the run. They just did really well against uh against uh Trevor Lawrence and them. So
0: hopefully this works yeah. out. Well, we'll hope you're healthy, Breeze. Hope they start to use you more, buddy. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and get him on the performer of the week. Mr. DeAndre Hopkins of the Tennessee Titans.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Your wide receiver 62 on the week. Five targets, four catches. For 40 yards. Snap percentage went out from 78 to 60. Granted, we knew he was a little banged up this week.
2: Yeah, I think that's Six
0: points. Even the week before, it didn't feel good even though he got 10 points. It felt force-fed. So, I, I don't know what to say. Right now, he's a wide receiver 48 after two weeks. He goes into a hard team and plays Cleveland next week in Cleveland against Denzel Ward, who's a – to me, a top five cover corner in football. Yeah. What are we doing? This is just nasty. I'm sorry. Like, I I mean, the, the targets are going to be there, I guess. But are they, do you want those targets, really?
2: Those I thought this is what we were all scared of kind of coming into the season. Like, we knew he's going to be number one. It's just Tannehill is not looking good. And I don't know. I thought like his upside is kind of capped. He can go out there and give you 10 targets, but it's going to amount to probably 65 receiving yards, and you're praying for a touchdown. So, would you try to trade him Uh, off of the name value? Your best chance is to trade him off either name
0: value now, or you got to bank on he's going to have a good like next two or three weeks. Then do your magic. That's that's your two options, probably.
1: I was, I don't have any shares with him because I was terrified of what happened, what was going to happen. So, but it's, I guess if you have him, I would, I mean, you could package him, try to get something, yeah. have a nicer piece. <laughs> um, That'll be what special, two for one.
2: Exactly. So, would you best. trade him straight up for like a, what's a mid-level guy? Like a Brandon Ayuk?
0: I would take Ayuk. I mean, if anybody's dumb enough to
1: do that, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> would you trade him for Pickens? <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs>
2: Yeah, would you trade for Pickens, so. Joe? I know you don't like Pickens.
0: Yes, I like Kenny Pickett more than Dan up <laughs> So, yes, I actually would take Pickens over Hawkins. To be what honest.
2: about Tyler Lockett?
1: Why'd you say it like that? That's probably uh-uh. why I draw my line. <laughs> no, I, I would trade him for Tyler Lockett. Don't disrespect Tyler Lockett. Yeah, great
2: game last week.
1: Amazing um, game. Zandy he was my
2: sick done. guy, and I I apologize.
1: Bro, you act like he doesn't do this. Y'all know what y'all are
0: getting with the man. It's all I know. He's he like, look Mark, weird. Know he like...
2: weird week one. But I ain't going to lie. He did, he did look good, man. Anyhow, good.
0: D-Hop, oh, we can get, to get the man next week. But I'm just going to say going into Cleveland, it's not going to get any easier. I'll say that. Would you week. start
2: him next week?
0: No.
1: Would you start him or Tutu Atwell?
2: Tutu. What did Tutu do last week? Yeah, another decent Enough.
1: game, I think. Yeah, I was
2: on yeah. side. He's, been, he's been great all, all the first two weeks, honestly. Let me see. He had 11 he had a, points, yeah. nine for seven, 77 yards. Yeah,
1: I might go right yeah, now. Hell yeah. I'll start I doing <laughs> what you want Hopkins to do. <laughs> hey, Tutu is wide receiver 20. I am might go pick him up. I swear. Hey, 2 Tutu getting quality targets. He had
2: 119 <laughs> yards. We won also. Matt Stafford many, was good. How many, did, how
1: many times did Matt Stafford throw the ball? Tutu had nine targets. I'm telling you, man. I
2: don't know. And then we, all, we also 55. need to talk about Puka. Puka with with 20 targets is a hopper. how many?
1: You should talk, he threw it 55 times. I was joking. Oh my god! Oh, you, you want to talk about Puka and Brian Robinson being on your bench?
2: I know, man. Sad day, you disgust me. Disgust I mean, me. You couldn't, I mean, Puka gets the 49ers. I thought it was, I don't know, and Brian Robinson is just Brian Robinson.
1: You started him this week?
2: Who, Puka? Yeah, oh, yeah, he's starting right there. 20 targets, Are you kidding me? Oh, yes.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, let's go ahead. Since today is Wednesday when we're recording, um, we're not going to do waiver wire since waiver wire is already out. Um, we'll get into a segment at the end, but we will go ahead and jump into our droppable guys. Um,
1: I would just say before we do it, I would just check if like, the guys, the obvious guys are out there. Jerome Ford, Matt Burrito, if you're the Saquon owner, and I'll yeah. give an honorable mention here to B. Woods starting wide receiver this week, Nico Collins, who's wide receiver
2: seven. Yeah. Don't run from oh, the targets, baby. Stroud yeah. looks good too.
0: Yeah. You can go here if you want to keep it going with Nico Collins in. Yeah. Um
2: where we attacked. Oh, oh, never mind. Drop-up. Yeah, just like That's that one we
0: Nico Collins got for the wait. Sorry, I'm reading that wrong. Don't need to worry, people. Oh my phone fuck up. Um, for our droppable guys. I guess you're getting to your Jamal Williams there.
2: Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, well, first and foremost, he did get injured this past um, Monday night game. What was the injury? Um, hamstring injury. And, and the latest news is he needs some time to recover from his hamstring injury.
0: The mean, his back.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, first off, he didn't look that good week one. He had 18 carries, 45 yards, 2.5 a carry. So he's not, you know. And then they're still doing the whole Taysom Hill thing, which we were worried about on the goal line. So it's not like he's an automatic goal line touchdown guy like he was with Detroit. By the time he gets back, um, Kendra Miller, who's been out the first two weeks, will probably be healthy. And Alvin Kamara will be back because he only has, what, two more games until suspension is over. So by that time, you could be looking at a guy who's getting maybe like eight carries um, a game. And so far, 2.5 a carry, 3.2 a carry, an inefficient goal line back. You're praying for, so I don't think he'll have any use um, going forward. So I think you can just go ahead and drop him. And sorry for the guys who went out and drafted him, hoping you would get four big weeks. I mean,
1: I think it's know. about to be Kamara to the moon when Kamara's yeah.
2: back. The offense is pretty good. They have a decent offense. So yeah, no more Jamal. Um, sorry, I was looking at some
0: notes or something. Um, interesting report I just got. Um, but yeah, with Jamal Williams, I'm gonna be honest, uh, my drop candidate drop, just drop, drop. Like, I got to tell you, I mean, there's nothing you're gonna get out of that. Tony Jones clearly is taking over the backfield Took Kamara gets back. Let's keep it about all right
2: true. And Tony Jones, yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah, Until uh, you gonna keep it going? Oh, we went three running back, damn, yeah,
1: yeah. uh. <laughs> I don't know if these guys agree with this. I kind of put it in here to see, but mine is Devon Adrian, running back for the Miami Dolphins, the rookie. Um, and you know, it just—I draft him personally, hoping that he would maybe get some involvement early to show me something. He was hurt week one, but this week he played ten percent of snaps and had one tu- or two touches. Um, whereas Mostert. Literally, was Mostert RB2 or 1 on the week? RB1? Or 3. Yeah, RB1. Um, so it's clear what they want to do. They want He's RB3, actually. Um, but they want to give Mostert the ball, obviously. Uh, it's nasty in the backfield, and that's without Jeff Wilson even playing. So I think that, fortunately, unless you're in Dynasty, I think Devon chain is going to need to be sitting on the waiver wire. Yeah. I agree.
2: I mean, if you can't use the guy and he's not even the second guy up, I mean yeah. Well
1: yeah, a, I mean I guess like he played guy. ten he played ten percent of snaps, which means that who's there is, is it Ahmed is there? Yeah. He, Solomon, that means, Ahmed. That, that,
2: means that means he
1: was. played seven percent of snaps. So he almost got out snapped <laughs> by him.
2: And Jeff Wilson will probably be back at some point as well. So he could be like the fourth
1: string on the team. Hold on, that might be a little he might have outsnapped him. He did out snap him. He played nineteen percent of snaps. Yeah. So. yep. It's pretty Get nice. You
0: know. I mean, I don't know if we can anticipate Moster getting 18 carries every week, but I mean, I do believe me and B was all about it, or even Tilly as well, like on all season. I mean, Mostert was the R B twenty five last year. So it's not like this is just out of nowhere. Don't be back like him just being good is out of nowhere. I mean now, I don't know if he'll get 18 to 20 carries a week again, but I mean, yeah, I told him further notice, Mostert looks so good. I don't,
2: yeah, I'd be fine. I
0: see a point of playing somebody else at running back for them. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think he's a drop candidate right now. I mean, as much as you want to keep him, it's like we can't keep using a rock spot for somebody that has no type of appeal right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I will go ahead and put the cherry on top of the trio of running backs and my job. Well, God, do what this as you, please. That's Mr. Elijah Mitchell. Now, I know everybody's going to get down to my neck. Um, all the listeners are going to say, well, McCaffrey always gets hurt. McCaffrey wouldn't keep Elijah Mitchell, then damn, don't listen to me. Yeah, No,
1: just give him the number. Give him the number I gave you yesterday.
0: <laughs> huh?
1: Give him the snap percentage. No, literally. Bro. They don't want to drop him.
0: Christian McCaffrey played 100% of snaps. For those yeah. of you all that might not be the greatest at math, that means... Raheem, I mean, Elijah Mitchell didn't play at all. That means he played zero out of 100. So, and then the week before, he played a whopping, hear me out, 15 out of 100%. This is just not looking good. I don't yeah. care about the handcuff at this point. He is literally holding a roster spot, and you can't do anything with it but just praise. And I, I'm not praying for Andrew, but you just have to pray for some yeah. odd reason he gets on the field.
1: And it looks like even if McCaffrey were to go down, it looks like Debo's going to get the bulk of the carries. Yeah. Debo's back. Like, Debo's playing running back against them. Um, like they've got McCaffrey lined up in the slot and Debo in the backfield.
2: I That's would bad. only hold Eli Mitchell if you're the McCaffrey owner and you have a pretty deep. Because I know if you're wondering, if you're,
1: the, if you're
0: the McCaffrey owner and you have Mitchell on your team, I know you're wondering, do I like just. Yeah.
1: It was this cr- way, I'm the McCaffrey owner, and even if I don't even know if he's been dropped in our league yet, but if Mitchell gets dropped, I don't even think I'm going to pick him up.
2: Because <laughs> what's crazy is that 49ers O-line is clearing everything out of the way. McCaffrey's not even getting touched, man. He's running 6.4 carry.
1: Yeah, he ran That's for 100 saying. yards in back-to-back weeks.
2: Yeah, and he's getting – what is concerning, he's getting the most volume in the league. has the most carries right now in the league. But, bro, it's too easy. Like, if I'm McCaffrey owner – I'm chilling right now. Like, it's just too easy. I don't even think they're fortunate sometimes. Sometimes I feel like you get more.
0: Yeah, it's just tough. I mean, I was looking at a man. The main thing in the car, I was looking, I was like, hold up, he plays zero? Like, I I <laughs> saw what Tilly said. I don't know why I forgot. I looked back and I was like, bro. He Here's really the craziest thing for- about
1: about the 0% snaps is McCaffrey touched the ball. 20 yeah. 20- a lot. Five times week one, 23 this week. You would think that <laughs> you would think that would chill out, but like they, I think that McCaffrey, we haven't even seen his like.
2: Yeah. I got an even crazier stat. He has eight, 20 plus carries. That's insane. That's the most in the league. The next closest is Brees Hall with uh, five.
0: I mean, it's just nasty. I don't,
2: how do you I not mind. sit a man down after eight 20-plus carries?
1: <laughs> well, the crazy thing is he ran that 50-yard run. And yeah. they were like, "They're like, get back out there. You're touching it again.
2: Yeah. And they don't take him off the field. They'll just put him at slot and give it a debo. <laughs> it's crazy, man.
0: Yeah, man. Like I said, I just don't see how you can keep him right now. Um, yeah, definitely a drop guy. But – Let's jump into our um, in and out um, section is always for you guys. Uh, for you, those of you who don't know, it's basically just kind of a little hot or cold game, where we at, where's our trajectory up, down, where we at with the guys. Um, Tilly, you can go ahead and start yours off because mine is all the way up.
1: Yeah. Uh, my guy is the running back two right now, Kyron Williams. Are we in or are we out? <laughs>
2: I'm in there, man.
0: I'm in. I mean, I don't I don't really have a reason to be out. Cam Akers is gone. I mean, and on top of Stafford throwing 55 times, really was still getting 20 touches a game.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, last week proved Like he had 95% share.
0: Yeah. He had the all facets of the game. That's the he thing. Had six receptions.
2: Yeah, 10 targets. And this is against the 49ers. This is one of the best defenses in the league. I mean, what's concerning is just his yards per carry. I mean, he hasn't got above four yet, but shoot, he's scoring. And every most week.
0: importantly, he found it in his again.
2: Yeah. Two touchdowns in both games.
1: He is what you wanted Cam Akers to be.
2: Yeah. And Cam Akers messed up at the wrong time. Shoot, the Rams actually look good. They have a good offense. Like Everybody thought they were going to be just a pushover. They're actually a great offense. Stafford's amazing. So he's going to have a lot of opportunities to score, clearly.
0: He finally learned how to throw to other people other than Cubs. <laughs> Might be good, like,
2: um, yeah, Kyron's a steal, man.
0: But yeah, definitely big ad guy If he's throwing your waiver, this was your last chance to get him. This today, it's over. if you didn't yeah. get him today,
2: after that Acres news. Luckily, I am the Nick Chubb gone. owner in two leagues,
0: and I picked up Kyron William in both leagues for Nick Chubb. Nice, mm-hmm. yeah. That was my next best pivot. Um, yeah, be what? I don't. You can go ahead, cause
2: I don't know either. Um, yeah, Jordan Addison. Um, this is a rookie. I mean, rookie. hours was here from the Vikings, um, which a lot of people picked up just to kind of just wait and see, and probably wait for like the second half of the season. But shoot, first two games he scored. The first two games, um, juicy matchup next week against the Chargers should be a high over under, probably the highest on the week. I haven't checked. See, I haven't checked yet. But um, are, you, are we comfortable starting Jordan Addison now, or what are we doing? Are we just continuing to wait?
0: I'm still not comfortable starting. I can say that. I mean, I'm just big on – I hate to be the hypocrite, but that's my one thing. Like, every one of us is fantasy football analysts. We have our own critiques. I am not the biggest fan of big plays dictating most of your stat line. Like, that literally is my pet peeve. Um, And not saying you could take it away, but, again, without that big catch, I mean, it was a terrible week. Like, absolutely awful.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> I'm looking for a stat right now. I saw a stat last night. Um, About first, like the quarterback's first reads. And it said that um, Jordan Addison is 10% of Kirk Cousins' first read. To put that in perspective, that's the last among start like rookie wide receivers that are besides Quentin Johnson that are starting. So JSN, who is the number three, he's the first read 12% of the time. Um, so I'm not all the way in yet. But if the Vikings keep getting – if the Vikings' defense keeps sucking and they throw the ball 100 times, then I will be in. Uh, but right now, I'm not in yet.
2: Would you um start him over DeAndre Hopkins or George uh, Pickens?
1: I would start him over Hopkins. I don't I like know about Pickens. Pickens. Yeah, over Hopkins, I would.
0: I mean, I guess it's just, you know, hopefully as each week goes on, he gets involved more and more. That's, that's just the best we can hope for at this second, but – um, yeah, I'm just not banking on someone scoring a touchdown every week, so I refuse to believe, like, bank bank on that. That's why I'm starting that person. Um, so, um, I think he's obviously he's way, valuably still, like, he still needs to be rostered, but I don't know if I would start him just yet. But if you have to, I'm not comfortable doing it, I just prefer not to.
1: And if he's on your waiver wire for any reason, pick him up. Yeah, if he is, definitely, absolutely.
0: Um, are we in or out on Raheem Mostert? And I
1: am I'm here here for that. well I've I've loved since most, it was on the 49ers that that's a guy that runs hard no matter what and you know obviously he is injury prone but you just ride the wave until it crashes
2: yeah
0: and even nice an, as as he too.
1: was like I said I mean this is a guy who was rb2 last
0: year it's not like this unexpected it's just can you yeah. all 17 games Because you can't teach his type of speed. It's ridiculous. Like, you just can't teach that when he gets the ball. Um, So, I I mean, I'm all in on Mostert right now. I mean, he got 18 carries last week. Expecting him to get another solid 15. Yeah. 15 again. So, yeah, I think right now you got a guy like Mostert in the later rounds of RB in terms of RB zones. And he's a guy who, as long as he's healthy, looks like he should be getting 15 touches a week.
2: Yeah. Top five guy, man. I start him over a lot of guys. I drafted above him,
0: to be honest. Tell me,
2: I'm a Najee owner. I was starting over Najee in a heartbeat.
0: (laughs) If you do have Mostert in some leagues, look at your matchups. You might need, might not need to start him because he, if you got Mostert in some leagues, he probably was your fourth running back. So
2: honestly, yeah,
0: um, yeah. So you know, just kind of weigh your options. See if you might want to trade Mostert since he just came off a good week as well. Could be a trade high candidate, to be honest. um, If you're interested in doing that. Yeah. yeah, uh, Tilly, Well, we're, we're going to get into this last segment um, that Tilly came up with. And we're pretty much going to tell you right now who are the top five running backs and receivers and which one do we think will finish, I guess, either there or the highest, Tilly, like in the top five still or the highest out of all of them in the top five?
1: I would say out of all of them, that who, five, who would who do we think will still be there at the end of the season?
2: Okay, mm-hmm. you have three. It.
1: It's harder yeah, than think think, that's what you were doing. It's harder than you think to find like the rankings right now in order, <laughs> which is kind of crazy because I'm.
2: I have it up on fancy Pros. I was
1: right, about to say. You. So, Just yeah. start. Let's start with quarterback. Go ahead. We do right, quarterback, quarterback, wide receiver.
2: The top five. Here are the top five, one through five: Kirk Cousins, Jordan Love. Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson.
1: All right, so you can ignore Patrick Mahomes. That you you can't. We're we're not <laughs> we're not doing this cop out thing.
0: Um. Uh, yeah, got to be Patrick Mahomes. The other names just don't make sense to <laughs> me. The other names don't make sense. Patrick Mahomes, is the easy one. Next.
1: <laughs> well, no,
2: I, I, I lowkey want to keep Kirk Cousins in there.
1: We can't. You can't. So like, crazy. You can't do this. You got to pick some, one of the guys that isn't one of the like projected top five guys. Justin like Herbert. Okay. There you go. Yeah. I, think yeah, I like
2: Justin Herbert Herb and Kirk Cousins. I know was unrealistic, but like,
1: because like when he said running backs, McCaffrey's number. McCaffrey's running back two, I think, or three or four, and you're going to say McCaffrey. But we obviously don't finish the top five.
0: Kirk Cousins and two are the only two quarterbacks that have seven hundred yards right now. They are slinging that thing.
2: Kirk Cousins on the move. He only has one pick, too. It's crazy. Um. Yeah, I'm going to keep Kirk Cousins, Justin Herbert, and Mahomes in there. I
0: yeah. just think Herbert because so, Herbert still provides me with more rushing upside to Kirk. Yeah. So, um, that's um where I'm at with him. Yeah.
2: All right. going on on. to running backs right now. Top five. Christian McCaffrey, Kyron yeah. Williams, Brian Robinson, Tony Pollard, Raheem Mostert.
1: Y'all mm. call me crazy. I, I, I think Kyron Williams.
2: Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> yeah, you are crazy.
1: crazy. I mean, obviously, okay, well, in order of McCaffrey Pollard, but I'm thinking the guys that aren't. You
2: know, I know. Like,
1: like, the guys that are in that top five, like, most are Kyron Williams, Brian Robinson. Which one of them would I think?
0: Yeah. Bijan sitting Karen at six, Williams. so he's my honorable. He's my pick. I'm putting that in there. I don't care.
2: Saquon's at seven. I, I mean, he's gonna miss some games.
0: Bijan should count. Bijan's my pick to stay <laughs> out falls. I don't care. I'm
2: actually he's not gone. mad that Kyron Williams thing. It could be like a kind of like a um, what's his name, Jamal Williams from last year, where he just keeps going touchdowns and he's a pretty explosive looking guy. If he's getting 90% snap share plus every week, it's not impossible. Rams haven't even looked bad, so yeah, I know some thing. They're actually good. <laughs> they keep scoring. He's
0: involved in all facets of the game.
2: Oh lord, I don't think Brian Robinson will be in here. No, no. I don't. No. I mean, I, I'm. I mean, I know. I hate to say it, but Raheem Mostert might get hurt again at some point. But he looks good too. I can't. It's hard for me to like. Well, yeah, um, include be, him uh, if I'm uh, include uh, Kyron I Williams. But yeah, I, I, I'll go with the Kyron Williams. I like that, and of course McCaffrey. I think he'll be RB one as long as he yeah. stays healthy. <laughs> Um, all right, wide receivers, Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans, Puka Nakua, Justin Jefferson, Keenan Allen. All
1: right, go ahead. Puka. Puka. Oh, I love Puka all, all those more names. Balls. Go ahead. <laughs> Tyreek and Jefferson, you can't say because they're projected top. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'll take your Mike Evans.
2: Your Mike Evans.
1: What
0: about
2: Keenan Allen?
1: Shoot, I'm I told you all really the beginning
0: of the season. Did. He's a hey, discount on Monoran St. Brown. Monoran's Keenan Allen. Monoran's mine Keenan, <laughs> Keenan, Keenan, Keenan Allen. Nah, nah hell no. Nah. Hell no, nah, bitch. <laughs> No, I never compared nah. Mike
1: Evans to Keenan Allen. I compared nah, Mike Evans nah. to your Chris
2: Godwin. Nah, using that Mike Evans
0: brick stick all off season. You better stick
2: on it. I love all these names honestly. Because shoot, you can say what you want about Puka. He's leading the leading targets right now. Interceptions. Then why didn't you say Puka then? I'm saying it now.
0: Puka also from P- Mike Evans. Puka is your wow. Don't <laughs> nobody take <laughs> Mike Evans. Y'all are nasty.
1: Just, just, are nasty. just He's wide receiver
2: three with no touchdowns.
1: All right, just. Bro. Just for
2: fun, read the people, the tight end top five. Okay. This is disgusting, probably. TJ Hawkinson, number one. Hunter Henry, Evan Ingram, Hayden Hurst, Darren Waller. Evan Ingram. Oh, Jesus. I actually like Hunter Henry. Looking solid, man. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I'm Hunter Henry it. is number two in, in yards amongst tight ends.
0: I'm mad at it. I'm mad. Um, <laughs> Ew. I didn't know Zach Ertz led the tight end, the whole tight ends in the uh recessions,
2: yeah. No yep. Targets,
1: sorry, it's nasty,
2: yeah.
1: But yeah, I'll change a they, lot. I where think. are the Kelsey and Mark Andrews owners? Ahead? I know
2: Andrews number 10, Kelsey 17. Right now,
1: Kelsey only played one week though. True, uh, where you Kate Ott owners.
2: Yeah. Now where's your uh where's your Dalton Schultz, man? Let's talk about that. Hey, call yeah. out. Hey, 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 <laughs>
1: hey. You, know hey hiring top you, go, you know who's go hired. The... Hey, bro. You know who's hired Dalton Schultz? Jake Ferguson.
2: Dalton Schultz. <laughs> there you bro. go. There you go, Tilly.
0: Dalton Schultz is tight at 37. Hey, <laughs> you know who's tight at 33? The move.
2: Oh, okay. Somebody right. told me what, too is going soon. On? Too soon. what is going on? Too soon. What's going on? We got only a two catches. About that. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Got
0: got guys like Will Ditsley ahead of Patrick Fry Pat Fryer move. That's nasty. I think
1: I think Derm Smythe is probably ahead of him.
0: Derm Smythe looks solid. Say what you want. I mean to say week one. I was looking at till he was Italy. I was laughing. I'm like, Derm Smythe is eating, bro. I was crying yeah, was. in my name. Bro. But yeah, man. Um oh. anything
2: else you guys want to get off before we head on out? Um yeah. one one quick thing. Can we talk about Josh Jacobs? What about it? It's nasty. It's did you see a stat line last week?
1: Did we have like two rushing yards? Yeah, it no. was pretty bad. I think we, it was pulled up. we
2: pulled it up really quick. I it might have been negative. It was negative. It was nine rushes for negative two yards.
1: Derms Smith is tight now.
2: The team, by the way. What are we doing with that? Great, right now Have you going? He wants money? Oh, baby. Anyway. But I'm Josh Jacobs. I don't know what comes drunk. This is just terrible. Negative, but, a negative 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 two yards is crazy.
0: Uh, shout out to the podcast EGS family. Thank y'all for sticking around, man. To the end of the episode, we appreciate y'all. Um, like I said, we'll be back twice a week. You know, now the season is back. So, you know, share with your friends. Any support is appreciated. Um, you can follow us on social media at podcast EGS. The Link in our bio will give you access to all episodes, older, newer, um, whatever you might want to be, you know, look for. Um, but yeah, other than that, man, we will uh, make a post soon, try
2: to engage with you guys before this Thursday night game tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, y'all have a great rest of your day.